to church as good to serve the Lord is good to always look at the things that last in life. There are many things we can do on this earth that can give us great name before men, but in heaven we become the least. And I want whatever I do on earth here first reflect in heaven as a great thing, then on earth also a great thing. Hallelujah. We are walking on a journey on this earth. If you forget that you've just come to this earth to walk through and do your portion and play your part, you will hang on to this world until what you hang on leaves you. So, if God blesses you, he blesses you for a reason and for you to be a blessing to other people. Faith is the one that connects us to God. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. If we want to please God, whatever we do should be done by faith. That is why I believe that if you are a man and a woman of faith, your life will be a life that would like to bless the other person. Normally, man is selfish by himself. Even from childhood, you always want to grab and grab and grab what even you don't need. Do you know that there are certain things you have, you don't need them, but you are keeping them? In fact, some of the problem we have in this world is the outcome of that, what I call greed. Greed always leads to poverty. Some have more than enough. So nations have more than what they can eat. Some don't have. Some are dying out of lack of food. Some are dying because they have enough food. They eat too much until they become obese, until they die. Some want to eat, they don't have it, and they starve to death. So where can we get the balance? The only thing that can knock out the balance is when the spirit of greed is knocked out. Proverbs 15, 27. Maybe I may be reading a lot of scriptures today. He who is what? Greedy for what? For gain. He explained the greediness, the greedy where it's supposed to. It can be towards good things, towards you want to get all of God. That's good. But towards what? He who is greedy for what? For gain. That's what? Troubles what? 
his own house. But he who hates will what? So if you love bribe, I didn't say anything. He said, Prophet, there's something I will kind of hide. No. Solomon <laughs> is a man who asks God and God for wisdom. So if you want to have wisdom to operate on this earth, go and read these books. If you want to learn how to pray well, go to the book of Psalm. <laughs> He's telling us that anyone who is greedy for gain, trouble what? His own house. What is troubling us in this world is because we are greedy to have it for ourselves alone. If you do that, you are troubling what? Your own house. You are troubling your children. You are troubling your wife. You are troubling your husband. You are troubling your church. Greed. This well full of greed. Luke 12, 16, 21. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Since I have no room to store my crops. If you have no room to store your crops, somebody's room is empty. So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater. There I will store all my crops and my goods. There's nothing wrong with that. And I will say to myself, so, you have many goods laid up for many years. My life is secure. I don't need to rely on God again. I don't need to pray again. The only thing I can do is turning a man into a woman or a woman into a man. Anything I want to use my money to do, I can do it. I can walk through any place. I can even go to a church and buy the front seat. And still sing, and the pastor still praising me. Because the entire church depends upon me. <sighs> you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, soul. Relax. Eat, drink, and be merry. No second person has come in. Everything is centered on himself. There is nothing wrong being rich. 
But if the riches is centered on only yourself, that is where you don't care. Killing people, destroying people, taking hospitals money for children to die. Taking rose money for accidents to happen because everything is centered on you. Taking the church money for the church to collapse. Greed. And sometimes you know that the person can't eat all. Why? Why do you want one billion dollars? For what? For yourself alone? You alone, how much can you eat? How many rooms can you sleep in? So that man, I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. There is nothing wrong preparing for your life or for your future. But when you do it at the expense of other people, and you have more and others are suffering, and you keep it, Armstrong, that is where the problem is. We need to work hard. We need to make money so that we have in mind that there's somebody who is less privileged that I can also help in future. But God said to him, what did God say? I, do, I, I never want to mention that word. Such person is F. O O L. This night, you're going to sleep on your nice mattress, well decorated house. Whatever you need in the house, you have it, all the gadgets. You are going to sleep. But I give the life. Hey, no matter what money you have. If God wants to stretch forth his hands to take you, no one can rescue you. That is why we need to depend upon him. Whether rich or poor, our dependency should be on God. When we get up in the morning, we should know that it is the grace of God that has brought us up. The man was going to sleep with strength, with health. But God said, this night, your soul will be required of you. Everyone's soul will one day be required of him. You can be poor. You can be rich. You can be a pastor. You can be a bishop. You can be a prophet. You can even be a pope. And you can be a king or a queen. One day, our soul will be required to come and stand before the one who gave it to us, to give an account of our lives. If you forget about this, that is when you live any type of life on earth here. If you have this in your mind, you are guided in life to do everything 
that will please that God. So he said, your soul is required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? Amen. Whatever you have gathered and you are boasting about, I'm going to take you away and another F-O-O-L will come and dissipate what you've gathered. Oh, brother, when I'm going, I will make a will. Good. You can make a will. The will you've made, God has the ability to transfer what you have will to somebody to another person. By five years, ten years, he's not able to keep it. It's in somebody's hand. You give him a house, he can sell the house. It has been transferred. So we need to put our heart and trust God with all our heart. I know this day we don't want to hear about these things that we are talking about. We don't want to think about our future. We don't want to think about what is going to happen to us. So we won't live any kind of life we want to live. Proverbs eleven twenty four. There is one who what scatters, yet what increases more. And there is one who what? Withholds more than is right, but it leads to what? It means that somebody is there, he gets and he gives. He gets and he gives. He becomes a channel of distribution. And God continues to supply so that you will continue to give. When you do that, God says that he will make sure that your supply never ends. That's why I think and I believe and I thank God for this church. It's a giving church. It's not that we have more than enough, but we feel that if we have this little and someone don't have anything, we should be able to help the person to survive. I can say, you do very well. Not only giving to yourself, but giving to other place, people. Giving to other places. God blesses you. Like we have a project in mind of giving every region at least two boreholes, drinking water. Nobody paid their tax to us. But we feel people need water to drink. If we have some to drink in Accra, there are some people somewhere who don't have some to drink. It's not that we have money, but we value life more than When we put it in our heart, when children were dying, babies, we decided to give incubators. It was very rare in Ghana here. And we did every region. 
leaving our university so that there is no hospital between Tema and uh, Afro Road there. So we decided to put a clinic or a hospital where if somebody gets an accident, he could be saved. You think if we, me, Manu Afu, Murana, or you don't like it, but what you've done, the babies that are saved, one day if they grow up and anything good they do, they add it to your account. It is because of you that God used you to make them to be alive. Every year we go out, our medical team, they do very well. They go out and do medical outreach. And not only, it's not just looking at the women people, but they do proper Medical work. Surgeon and other things. Sometimes they do about 100. This is West Hood, the hospital will take three years to do. They go there and do it within a week. <laughs> and we carry our drugs, everything free. If we should compute them in money, it's over hundreds of thousands of Ghana cities. I feel a river that refused to give out water begin to smell. If we should look beyond ourselves and say, God has brought us to this well for this purpose, the reason why Jesus came, not for himself, that he would die for me and you. Can you imagine Jesus on the cross? What have he done? If it's me, like you see, you people I'm going to die for, look at what you're doing to me. I say, hey, God, hey, me and I'm going <laughs> so, I pray that all of us will do away with the spirit of greed and pray that God should help us. Every human being has a tendency of that. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 13 says, There is a severe evil which I have seen under the sun. Riches kept for their owners to his word. Not the head of the one you are keeping, but your own head. Look, keeping those sins is futile. Job 20:15, he swallowed down riches and vomit them up. God cast them out of his belly. You take the money and eat it. 
you will vomit it. Steal it and take it. It will stay there. One day, it will be found out. One day, you will have to pay it. Look, if you dig the ground and you take the soil, there is still a hole there. The hole is in your hand. And one day the hole will be found. If we will all learn it from the little place to the highest place, this country will be nice. The church will be nice. Greed is the one killing us. Greed is the one destroying us. Greed is the one. Everybody wants to make it. Sometimes you want to make a name. Sometimes you want people to know that you are rich. And so what? There are people who are genuinely rich. They don't show off. Sometimes you see them, they wear some short, uh, this and this. And they are working very simple. And the poor want to now learn how to dress like them. So now somebody come pumping, well dressed, this and Or now, or person will be with them, or now, you know, you know, you know. Psalm 39, verse 6. Surely every man walks about like a shadow. Surely they busy themselves in vain. He heaps up riches and does not know who will gather them. Heap up riches like that man, that rich man. Gather everything, put it down. And he didn't know who is going to enjoy them. So, ha, 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 look at that stupid man. <laughs> he's, he's left this thing for that. He'll go and take, you see, the painful thing, he'll go and bring his girlfriends. You see, what you haven't suffered for, when you are dissipating it, you don't care. You bring people you hate to come and enjoy what you've gathered. So why don't you give it up and add to your account? Proverbs 21, verse 6, and Proverbs 23, verse 4. Getting treasure by a lying tongue is a fleeting fantasy of those who seek death. Deceive us and take the money is a fantasy. I know people are getting agitated. It's to help us to repent. As a church, as individuals, and as a nation. Don't chase fantasy. And later die. Some people will just kill you because of greed. They have it. And they want to take what belongs to others. Hey, you can't do that and go free. Death await such a person. Then the other two, uh, uh, Proverbs 23, verse 4 to 6. Do not overwork to be rich. He didn't say do not work. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? He didn't say. Do not work. Somebody said, ah, prophet, mommy key. 
There's working hard and there's overworking to kill yourself. After you finish, you die. Don't do that. Do not overwork to be rich. To be rich. So he called her. Because of your own understanding, do what? Cease. Jai. Plan now, plan now. Jai. The calculation you are doing, jai. If you are planning to maneuver and destroy somebody to become rich, stop. Trying to manipulate figures, stop. Will you set your eyes on that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves what? Wings. They fly away like an eagle towards heaven. So you don't die for it. <laughs> they definitely will fly away. Do not eat the bread of what? A miser. No desire. His delegates. The guy don't want to give anything. He gives you something. There is a reason. If a miser gives you something, he wants bigger things from you. He wants to take advantage of you. Hagar 1 verse 6. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat greed, but do not have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourself, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with a hole. If you want to keep it, you lose it. So join yourself to God so that you will be able to fulfill this. Revelation 18, verse 14, and verse 17, uh, verse 14, then we jump to verse 17. The fruit that your soul longed for has gone from you, and all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you, and you shall find them no more at all. Verse 17, for in one hour, such great riches came to nothing. Prekupe, the most difficult thing is to become rich and later become poor. It is better to become poor first. Oh, I'm telling the truth. Oh. It is better to become poor first before becoming rich than to become rich and become poor. You see, your lifestyle if I eat Gary, that's what I could afford. It's good. But if you learn how to take Chinese buffet, <laughs> and that's what you take every day, then at a point you are not able, you taste your tongue, your tongue has acquired a taste. You put the Gary there, it doesn't like it. <laughs> so I pray that whatever state you are, God will rather bless you. Yes. He will not let you come down. Yes. 
but you will go up. Those who are down, may you begin to lift, to raise. God will bless you. The reason why I'm talking about it is that because God is going to bless people. But greed can destroy the blessings in it. Greed everywhere. Sometimes they give you some money to share with somebody. The person doesn't know. You take some and put it down. Mathematics. He'll put one down and say, I've taken one. You take one. I've taken another one. You take one. Already, he put one already. So we've got it equal. He said, Oh, then give me one of yours. So I give it to my friend. He won't cheat you again. That kind of thing, it will end. If you pile up things you don't need, they will become hellfire for you. Those are in that will testify against your life. Those who say there is no God, I don't care. Wait and see. The day they will put you down, the day they will go to say, I require your soul from you, you wicked man. So anything that I acquire through greed, stealing, Nice way of stealing. Whatever you get out of greed, you'll bring suffering to somebody. Because what comes into you supposed to help somebody. God has given to this well that, okay, like this church, I'm giving you, you have how many people? About, about 3,000 people. I'm giving everybody uh, 10,000, 10,000. Then one person take one million. So when you are sharing the rest, some will not get it, and they will begin to cry. When they cry, God will listen to them, and God will point the finger in where is the money. I gave the money to somebody. He will see it in your bank account. When they put us in a position of trust, I want us to be very faithful. But there's an account that you give one day. God will require of you whatever position that you've been given, whether physical, spiritual, political, whatever, God will require of you that your action, your greed, the people that it has destroyed, indirectly or directly. So I pray for you, and I pray for myself, that God will get rid of greed from us. Greed. 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 Nations, greed. Some have more than enough. Some don't have. But greed will say, keep it. And let them die. Men created in the image of God. Greed don't have sympathy for anybody except him. Greed makes us blind. And we don't see anything apart from the money or the object. It doesn't make you see, have mercy on anybody. Greed will let people take gun 
and come to your house and take. Sometimes they collect things they don't even need, including your passport, which they can't travel with, <laughs> or your Ghana card. <laughs> so I want us to really give our heart to God and really look for him and really ask him to help us to take greed out of our life. The cure for greed, next week we'll find a way to have how to cure. Because every human being have that aspect of it. Everyone have that tendency to be greedy. Every group of people have that tendency. Every nation have that tendency. So it's not something that is only peculiar with you. It's with all of us. What is with all of us? That's what I'm preaching. Because I'm not preaching to you alone. I'm preaching to myself too. God is speaking that we should repent as a nation. Repent as a people. Repent in this world. For greed is eating us up. The share food, there's a food you want to take, the lion share. Sometimes somebody heap food. You know, you look at the person's stomach and the food. Say, how can all this food get into this person? He will eat half and leave half. While some don't have anything to eat. The next day, you look at yourself. How many left over do you throw into your being? I'm not putting gifts in your head. How many? That is somebody's food. Someone slept hungry last night. He said, prophet, but I didn't see the person. You imagine that you're throwing food away. Remember that there's somebody's lunch, somebody's breakfast, somebody's supper. When you are eating and it's more than enough, remember that somebody has nothing to eat. When you take all the millions of cities, remember somebody's dress is what you have taken. You want the person to walk naked. And he said, I was naked, but you did not clothe me. He said, why did I see you? He said, the money you stole. I was sick and you didn't visit and take care of me. Say, why did I see you? Jesus at the hospital said, yes. The money that's supposed to be used to build the hospital. Where I have to be admitted so I can have life. You didn't put it there, I'm dead. The brother that died, it is me. 
because of your work. People come, you are paid. You want to take money before you do the work that you are paid to do. You create artificial demand, artificial shortage, so that people will be pressed. And when people are pressed, they will take their children food and give it to you as a bride. And the children get hungry. I hear them cry, nah, go say that man. Their food is what you have taken. Greed. He said, Prophet, he said, oh, the word is not everything. Let me tell you the truth. Me, I want to go to heaven. If you want to go to heaven too, let's look for the truth. Let us repent. I always say, if the people in this room alone decide to do things right, this country will change. Amen. You put pressure, say, hey, prophet, we can change it. You can change it from your place. I remember I have worked in the public service before. At the point I decided, I said, I will never do so. They intentionally will create situation where you can you must give something before something is done. I decided, I won't do that. I remember my boss one day called me. He said, are you Jesus Christ? <laughs> I said, no. If you want to do it, I don't do it. I'll come and do what I am employed to do when I finish that goal. And at the point, there was a time they were sharing some money. When I walked in, my boss threw the money down. I said, righteousness will always It, they saw me and they panicked as if a policeman had come there. My boss, they dropped the money and he put his feet on it. <laughs> and I looked at them when he removed his leg, took the money, put it down. And one of them hated me. Brethren, eventually there was a revival. Organize a prayer meeting. At a point, the watchmen and the security men have no work to do. They used to steal papers, government papers. Go and steal. They would steal and go and sell at Tudu. Machine parts. It ceased. Nobody told them there was some kind of revival. One man can change. You may lose that job, but your integrity will be there. We must seek righteousness. The kingdom of God must do things right. 
the church must do things right. And it shall be a light because God will visit the church once more. God will touch. The reason why I'm preaching this is that because God wants to visit us. And before a visit, they should be, they should clear the way. The mountains have to be lowered. Our crooked ways must be made straight. Then there will be a highway for God to ride on. So God bless you. I'm praying that the righteous will not be forsaken. I'm praying that God will raise his hands. That people who determine to live right, that God will visit them. And prove to everyone that when a man lives right, God blesses that person. And that is my prayer for you and all of us. God bless you. We have our spiritual emphasis. <laughs> From Tuesday, 11th October to Friday, 14th of October. Time is 6.30 p.m. Speakers will be our usual speakers, Reverend Dr. Robert Ampia Kofi and Reverend Isut Anaba. I want you to come and experience the presence of God at work. And you will never regret it's a time of spiritual revival. And get yourself ready, pray, invite somebody. Uh, we want to share the best with you. We want to dish out the best to you. You deserve the best, so we must give you the best. Hallelujah.